House of Mystery presents Inside Writing, the radio show where authors discuss their writing process in all genres. Today we have a very interesting writer. Um, welcome to the show, Morgan Mason. Hello. Thank you for having me. Morgan, so now you've got a book coming out under uh, your pen name, Morgan Mason. Um, uh, tell us um, what your newest book is. Well, it's a gay romance of adult contemporary. So it's featuring two characters who are entering into a long-distance relationship and how they approach that. So, uh, you know, that's interesting. Um, this seems to be a common thing we, we come across doing uh, writer interviews. Um, so you're writing um, a male-male romance. Um, Correct. Uh, so as, as a female, what brought you into writing about male-male? Well, I think I got my origin because I have family who are gay, and it's just sort of been in the back of my mind that there need to be more representation and that was I originally got my start as a young adult author because I have a brother who is gay and watching him grow up and come into the world that was sort of where my head went helping him along the way and just seeing a need for more content but I also was an avid reader of gay romance so over time it's just evolved into me wanting to create my own stories in the same vein along the same subject matter. Hmm. So when you um, when you create characters for something like this, a male-male, do you take it from, let's say, your brother or other people that you actually know, or are they totally fictionalized? Mostly they're fictionalized. I like to find inspiration in characters. Uh, for example, this last book that I'm, or this first book that I'm going to be publishing here under Morgan Mason, um, I actually took inspiration from a character on a TV show. So I just liked the style and liked the person's job and what they did, so I built my character around that. That's interesting. So, But when you develop that character throughout the book or throughout the story that you're telling, um, how do you add characteristics to that, to that character? Like how do, you, um, how do you decide what type of person they're going to be? Well, I think I'm I'm more of a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants writer. I don't like to plot out. I have sort of an idea where I want the story to go, a beginning, middle, end, some points I like to hit along the way, but the story just comes naturally to me. So when I'm creating a character, I do like to sit down with a notebook, actually, pen and paper, before I get started and just brainstorm and collaborate. I actually talk a lot with my kids. They help me and we just pick stuff and we say, okay, I want them to have this type of a job, but what do you think their friends should be like? Who do you think their family should be? And I sometimes will even use a name generator on the computer to pop up a name and then we'll just build a story around that person and weave them into the story. Talk about name generators. Blake Allwood. <laughs> That's a good name that he chose. Um, it's nice. Yeah. Um, so, w why do you think, like, uh, according to what I hear and see, that, that a lot of females read male male romances? Why do you think that is? Well, in all honesty, 
that question comes around a lot in our circle. It's this sort of a question, I guess, that comes up about is it misogynistic? Is it, you know, women sort of fantasizing and sexualizing the gay community? And um, I don't really think that's the case. I think a lot of women get turned off of the stereotypical male-female romance, and they don't typically like the heroine, you know, where she's this damsel in distress, a weak character, she needs rescuing or saving, and a lot of times women, at least in my genre that I've seen and read comments about, want to gravitate toward two strong characters, two strong individuals who come together in maybe a unique way, and I also find a good portion of these readers naturally seem to be more LGBT friendly as compared to maybe a typical male-female reader who just wants to stick to one vein. I, I heard I heard uh, an interesting comment that perhaps it was because on male-male romance you get more of um, intimacy and a little bit more of um, romance from males which you don't get as much in the straight um, male world, I guess. Now, I don't know if that's true. I imagine it might be. I think myself, I do enjoy the romantic portion of it. I started out reading male-female, you know, many a year ago, and I actually just graduated into male-male because I was following an author who had written a series of male-female relationships, and she branched out, created a new book, sort of an offshoot, of a male-male, and it just kind of went from there. I don't think it was anything for me personally that I just, oh, there's more romance, or I just, I guess, gravitated toward the content, and I was interested in the characters, and I do think I find the characters to be a little more well thought out, a little more depth to them, because I think in our genre, we're sort of stereo it's a sort of stereotypical role that you would expect to find in a you know maybe a gay character and authors try to strike away from that so they're creating these characters who might be a little off the cuff but also varying greatly i think and not not so typical what you would find in a straight sort of setting, you know, a, a, a sort of weak female, which there are strong heroines out there, of course, but typically it's, you know, this damsel in distress sort of mode, and the male character might not be one to woo. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, that's me, I'm the damsel in distress. <laughs> now, um, I, I find that interesting, so now that you've... Um, done one book like this with adult male male um, do you feel like you're going to do more yes I do have more planned for the series I actually have three more titles already uh, set aside and I'm about halfway through the second book now and I plan to do probably two more so in a total of four but I would be open to more and they'd all sort of be in the same world but not necessarily intertwined. Now, is there any suspense to this, or is this a, a crime, or cozy, or anything like that? Or what's the gen, you know, what, what type of uh, 
of a book is it with male male just romance strictly romance yeah it's a it's sort of a vacation fling and then they live in opposite ends of the country actually one character lives in Seattle and the other in south uh, southern california and they have to decide after they've had their little romance are they worth you know is it worth pursuing because of the distance Hmm. Now, you, you came from writing um, quite a few other books, and you've changed to a pen name um, of Morgan Mason, and you came as Whitney Cannon. Um, right. Okay, so as Whitney Cannon, um, what kind of books were you writing? Uh, along the same vein, gay romance, but young adult. So there were a lot of, it was under 18, I guess I would say, Um you know, no swearing, no sex on scene, no sex on page, just mild content in typically a high school setting. Wow. So now how many of those have you written? I have five books out under that name. And, okay, so how did you get into that? Like, what was that due to your brother? I think primarily and also uh, my kids. I've got young kids, and I think it was, you know, not, I don't, suppose they're too young yet to know if anybody would fall into that category but as a parent I just felt there needed to be more representation I want my kids to be aware I want them to be accepting I want them to sort of approach the world knowing what's going on and not from a sheltered standpoint so I didn't find it at all strange that it would be something I would write and they are very accepting of it. They find it actually a little bit funny. and But I think overall it gives them a sense of there's more to, to life than just what is normalized, I suppose. Hmm. So kind of what, is this aimed at uh, teenagers then or is this not? Is it for adults? Well, it's... I, it's aimed at teenagers, but I think that the case is that probably more typically adults become readers because I'm not sure how many kids are on the you know Facebook or Amazon browsing these titles. Although I do market myself in young adult reader groups as well. Mm. I bet you get some controversy over that uh, of writing young adult content. Yeah. Um, not so much. I haven't really. It's been mostly positive, I think. People who know me, my friends, they all kind of just see it. I'm just that person. I celebrate the LGBT community, and it's just an extension of that from my personal life, which I think is, for me at least in my own world, not controversial. I haven't had anybody approach me online or through any of my readers groups giving you know any flack or having anything much to say about it oh. well that's good um, I just so why why the change in um, creating a pen name for adult rather than this like what what's the separation there well obviously the content um, also, it was more protection for the kid, for my children, um, just to have that name be separated from the younger content for readers as well, because 
I didn't want the two genres to be crossed, or not genres, but young adult and the adult. I didn't want a reader to come along and see, oh, I might like this book, but they're only 16 and it's an adult content novel. So I wanted to just delineate the two and separate that divide. So so when someone, um, when you do one of the Whitney canon books for the younger, um, is, is there something you want people to get when they read the book? Mm. Um, I feel like it's more just about representation. I don't, there's not a strong message. All of my books are sweet. They all have a happy ending. And my mother has read all of my books. And she finds it just funny because she's, you know, most of the characters end up in love with their partner. And it's sort of this forever thing, which she laughs at because typically the characters are 16, 17, 18 and have no concept of the real world. So um, in terms of a message, I think just that it's just really a happy story and you can find love as a young person. Often the stories revolve around accepting families. So I like to write more representation in that regard as well because I know that that doesn't happen as a normal thing for a lot of kids where they don't want to come out. They're worried about what the family's going to say. The parents might say their community, their schoolmates. So I like to just have everything be, not everything. There are some dramatic moments and, and one character in particular who does get kicked out of the house. But as a whole, I just like them to be uplifting and something that somebody who's maybe struggling in their own environment might be able to read and find comfort in. Hmm. So where do you draw influences from? For the young adult? Yeah, like what kind of books um, do you draw for that? Um, I'm, I'm not actually sure. Actually, the very first series that I produced was called Connectivity, and I actually started that story several years ago when my kids were very young, and it actually was a male-female story, and as I got more into the male-male romance, I actually turned it into a male-male story. But it's a fantasy novel revolving around the theme of soulmates. Actually, those first three books all are in the same world. And there's this twist on your in your DNA that allows you to have this connection with another person. So that just... I didn't really have much inspiration for that. I just like alternative thoughts on something, the idea of a soulmate, but give it a new twist. Um, and I haven't approached that again in my writing. I'm just, I've only got about six books out, so it's a developing scenario. I would like to publish something in fantasy or crime or, you know, maybe a paranormal, something like that, but we're still getting started. And now under your, your new book um, uh, for Morgan Mason, um, so on that, what do you want people to get out of that, that style of book? Well, really, it's just mostly for entertainment value. Um, i just like it to be a quick weekend read, something sort of soft, feel good that people can pick up. And it's my first foray, so I don't want to go 
too dramatically one way or the other. I don't feel, you know, it's it's more just a broad spectrum, nice, sweet story. Hmm. It's interesting. So, are you so you're going to do, be doing more of those. Do you do you have a, like a, a website or something that you keep all of this on, or is it just Amazon? Right now, it's just Amazon, um, and then I primarily advertise through Facebook, where I'm a part of any number of dozen groups promoting and re- reading, and uh, everyone sort of culminating around the same genre. I would like to get a website up and running and. The market for that, I know, is is that's where a lot of authors get their subscribers and their new readers. But for now, it does cost a little bit of money to get these books out, and I'd like to get some books out to earn a little bit of money so that I can get the website. <laughs> yeah, it's all a circle. It all comes very around. much is a circle. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Well, you know, it's it's certainly an interesting. Um, idea and and books and stuff like that and I, I guess it's something you feel is very important to get to get a lot of these books out I do I feel I think there are a lot of authors in the group in the genre but you know I don't know that it's going to hurt anybody to have one more and it's my own take on it it's my own twist on representation in that world and I feel there's a good message you know as long as your characters are well developed well thought out and I guess true to that world, you know, you're not making stuff up that's completely, that maybe wouldn't happen, which, of course, is fantasy. But um, you also want to do justice to actual gay men who are out there living their lives because there is a lot of controversy about women writing in the genre versus an actual gay man who's writing in the genre and maybe knows from firsthand experience what he's talking about, where women, I suppose, are making it up and basing their own knowledge off of other readings, you know, research online, that sort of thing, as compared to firsthand experience. Yeah, no, I think I think it's interesting. I think it's good. It's uh, the the water is warm, so come on in. I think more <laughs> more more the merrier. It's fine, you know. Yeah. But uh, there's always going to be a little bit of uh, of that in in the in the writing world. That it doesn't seem to be uh, anything uh, unusual. That's yeah. <laughs> well, well, that, that's fantastic. Um, so now um, we will have your books up. We're going to have you up on the uh, website as well, so people listen to the interview. Hopefully they uh, tune in and and enjoy it and um, pick up some of your books. Yeah, that would be lovely. Well, thank you again, Um, Morgan Mason. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.com. House of Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.